Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you've already spent some time in your Bible seeking God's face, and uh, pray about it today that God will put someone in your pathway that you can share the gospel with. And I promise you this, if you ask God to do it, He'll do it one way or another. And we have so many avenues to pass out tracts, to uh, share the gospel. We can type it, we can text it, we can talk it, we can call, uh, write a letter, we can give out, a, like I said, a gospel tract. But there is some way you today and me today, we can get the gospel out to somebody. We started a program in our church, I guess it was a year and a half ago, it was two Augusts ago, and um, we call it Jesus Every Day. And my thought was if we could just pass out one tract every day, in our church, if we had, I'll just pick a number, but if we had a thousand people that would pass out one track every day, that's a thousand other people that get the gospel. And out of a thousand, even if just 10 got saved, oh my, I'm talking about a, a per day. Could you imagine the tidal wave of souls that could be uh, just uh, just uh, uh, ushered into the family of God if soul winners were just one track per day, but in multitudes like that? Now, you can do that, and I can do that, and I try to do that, and I want to challenge you. Find someone today and share the gospel with them. You say, well, I don't know. They might not want to hear it. Well, aren't you glad they didn't think that about you? Most of us who are saved now, we didn't look like we look today. We didn't act like we act. We didn't talk like we talk. But somebody wasn't deterred by what they saw. And they looked past our uh, exterior and realized that, that is a soul that will live somewhere for all eternity. And that's so true. Every person you pass is it has an eternal soul. And they're going to spend eternity somewhere, one of two places, heaven or hell. And you and I have been left here with a commission, and that is to preach the gospel. And here's the width of it to every creature. Every single individual that's breathing air needs to know Jesus died for their sin. Now, we're in Acts chapter number 13, and uh, we will finish Acts chapter 13 today. And uh, we'll look into this little uproar that arises over the revival, really, that's taking place when Paul and Barnabas uh, uh, come into Antioch and Pisidia, and we'll study that out. Now, if you have missed our prior studies that lead up to this content today, all of those studies are available on our podcast. Our podcast is found on all of your favorite uh, uh, podcast platforms. Just go and type in Striving for Revival, and then you can hit subscribe. And when you subscribe, you'll have free access to all of the Bible studies we have done from Acts, from Romans, from the Corinth, uh, the book of the Corinthians, from uh, all the epistles of Peter, from James, uh, Jude. We need to get into Revelation, maybe. Maybe we should do that here sooner. Genesis, maybe. That'd be a good... Well, that'd take, that'll take me from now till Jesus comes. But anyway... A lot of book studies that we've done, and excuse me, all of those are available for you there on the podcast. So go type in Striving for Revival, and you'll be all set there. Now, today we'll finish out Acts chapter 13, 
And remember, I said a little uprising takes place because Paul and Barnabas have entered into the synagogue, and the Jewish leadership offered Paul the opportunity. They said, if you have anything to say, say on. Now, I like that. I like when you're preaching and a preacher uh, or a person in the pew shouts, say on. That means you're running well. That means you're preaching right. That means it's good stuff, brother. Keep it coming. And these Jews said to Paul, say on. And Paul said, I think I will. And Paul rises up and begins to preach the gospel, but he goes from Genesis all the way up to Calvary. And he takes them on a history lesson uh, in Jewish history and brings them to the point of decision. Now, what are you going to do with Christ? The Bible said that the Gentile crowd in that synagogue begged Paul, come back next Sabbath day and preach it again. Come back Saturday uh, to our service here and, and, and give it to us again. We want the same message, same illustration, same delivery. We just want to hear it again. you got to understand, these folks have never heard it. This is the first time they've heard justification by <coughs> faith. This is the first time they've heard about grace like this. This is the first time <coughs> they've heard about Christ dying on the cross for them and it's a, it's a, it's a, the law uh, it has been usurped, if you will, by grace are you saved through faith. I mean, they, they like what they're hearing. Their hearts are thrilled, and they enthusiastically book Paul to preach again next Sabbath day. So he does. The next day, Sabbath day arises, Paul goes back. Another Saturday in the temple here, synagogue, and Paul begins to preach it again. This time, the Bible said the whole city almost came to hear him. So we're talking about a packed house, packed around the house, people uh, just trying to get in to where they can hear these things that Paul has to say, a crowd, a sea of people, almost the whole city. What a scene and sight that would be to see that many souls gathering, not for a ball game, but for a sermon. Can you imagine if God got a hold of people's hearts like that? Wouldn't that be something to see in our day? I long for that. I want to see that. I hope we do get to see that. And I know God can do that, but they're seeing it here in Antioch of Pisidia. This entire town almost turns out. Now there's a remnant that holds out because they have a hard heart and uh, they, uh, they're envious of Paul. They have animosity in their heart. They have anger even, uh, to some degree, against the apostle. And think about it. They've been preaching in that synagogue for a long time, and they've not had a crowd like that come. They've been preaching to these people, and they've not been that stirred up to hear their sermons. And so they get a little bit jealous. And you've got to watch out for the green eye of jealousy. And I always say jealousy might have a green eye, but it has a yellow backbone. And it does. And these Jews are going to be conniving and scheming and underhanded and trying to get people riled up against the Apostle Paul. In verse 44, in the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy. Now, you got to watch that. Filled with envy, what a miserable state that'd be to live in. And not just a little envious, but they were consumed with envy, filled with it filled with envy and they spake against those things which were spoken by paul contradicting and blaspheming so they began to lie about this preacher then paul and barnabas waxed bold i love the response they weren't one bit nervous they waxed bold paul said hey i've been in I, i've been in trouble before i've been run out of town before you can put your name on the list it's a long list anyway and he just waxes bold why the holy spirit that's right. The Holy Spirit helps an individual 
uh, be bold in the right way, to have courage and conviction uh, in the face of opposition. Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said it was necessary. said, hey, we, we needed to do it. They, they, it was vital to them. It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But, this is so pivotal, literally and figuratively, but seeing you put it far or put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, what a phrase, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. That is a pivot point and a monumental moment as Paul basically shakes the proverbial dust off of himself, off his feet, and says, you don't want it? We'll preach to these Gentiles then. Now, hallelujah, what a day when Paul made that decision. And we know that's a prophesied thing that was going to take place, that blindness in part has happened to Israel to the fullness of the Gentiles be brought in. We understand all that. But here it is where Paul makes the decision vocally. He decides to go from henceforth not to the Jew first, but he'll go to the Gentiles. Here's what he said. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set there to be a light, of the Gentiles, thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, I like it, they were glad. You better believe they were glad. They got to hear about God, the gospel and hear about grace and God's love. And they glorified the word of the Lord. I like that. They did not glorify the preacher. They didn't glorify, they didn't glorify themselves. They glorified the word of the Lord. What God said, they lifted. What God said, they extolled. What God said, they esteemed. They gave honor and glory to the word of the Lord. And as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. This is the end of this this monumental moment there's a few verses left in the text let me read it to you and i'll close but the jews stirred up the devout and honorable women and the chief men of the city and raised persecution against paul and barnabas and expelled them out of their coast but they shook off the dust of their feet against them and came unto iconium and the disciples were filled with joy and the holy ghost so you see that crowd they weren't going to get right man they were against it they were anti-god but paul and barnabas you know what they just kept on going kept on preaching the gospel and the bible said the result is joy and the fullness of the holy ghost i tell you you can't beat old-fashioned bible christianity how we need that in this generation that's all of our time for today we'll begin chapter 14 next bible study until then pray for revival thank you for joining us today for striving for revival with justin cooper Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.